I don't really like this dude, McGregor. And, yeah, and, 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 uh, <laughs> I don't like this dude because... He uh, called him a prostitute. Let, let's go back. I'm going to call him a lot of things. And everything I'm going to call him... Nah, be nice. Don't do it, Tom. Don't do Listen, it, Tom. I, I, I got to be me. You know, you got me here. I got to be me. Connor, have, have five pluses, right? Uh-huh. He quit in all five fights. You bum-ass <laughs> bitch. Well, welcome everybody to another edition of Hot Boxing with Mike Tyson. I'm Evan Britton. And I'm Mike Tyson. Mike, we got a we got a great guest today, man. Uh, we're going to have so much fun. We've got Ali so Abdelaziz. Correct? I said yes. your name correctly? Yes, I said it perfectly. Awesome, it man. Perfectly. You, uh, among other things, you're Khabib's manager. You're yes. Fabricio's manager. Yes. You're our good buddy Cody Garbrandt as yes. well, correct? yes. yes. And uh, we're we're excited to have you here, man. Man, it's thank a, you. It's such a huge honor because uh, when when Rob when Rob called me, he said, you know, like I met my my couple times and was was Habib and was Rob and stuff like that. And and uh, I never been a, like a, a fanboy, like a, a, a you know a celebrity, like like uh, movie stars. But uh, growing up, uh, I idolized Mike. You know, I, I, I idolized Mike growing up in Egypt. You know. Mm. Mike Tyson was was the biggest thing, growing up, and um and uh, and uh, when first time I see Mike, I kind of I'm like a groupie, but I want to hold it together, you know. But I, I I met so many famous people, I really don't don't care, you know. I I I just that's not who I am, you know. And when I see Mike, my hands start sweating, and after that we went to his house one day it was Khabib, and I was like, man, I don't want to go in, and Khabib said, no, just come in, come in, and after that we went in. And since then, Mike been amazing. Uh, he's somebody I looked up to for a long time. But you're doing a lot of stuff now too. You know, yes, 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 stars starting to shine too, and what you're doing. So let's talk a little bit about that. And uh, you know, 2018 been crazy for me. Uh, you know, you got this. Uh, you know, some guys fought world titles. You know, uh, one, and you, know, you got this crazy. McGregor, uh, Khabib fight. I'm sure you guys want to talk about that. Uh, hey, man. Uh, We're all ears, brother. Yeah, you, you know, you can ask me the we question. We saw the fight. What do you think, man? When the fight, when he tapped out and it was over, what did you do, man? Yeah. Listen, uh, you know, of course. Can we, can we rewind it a little bit, though? Yeah, yeah How yeah, did yeah, we yeah. get to that, you know, uh, Yo, Khabib? Listen, I, 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 you know. I don't really like this dude, McGregor. I don't like this dude because... Uh, let, you called him a prostitute. Let, let's go back. I, I'm going to call him a lot of things. And everything I'm going to call him... Nah, be nice. Don't do it, Tom. Don't listen, it, Tom. I, I, I got to be me. You know, you got me here. I got to be me. Do you, man. Uh, let's go back. You know, let's be real. It's a reason why Dana White, the greatest promoter if in any sport, in any athlete, because... Without Dana White and Conor, the combination would not be here. Because mm. I think Conor McGregor is manufacturing, UFC manufactured. He got the way he is, not because he was the greatest fighters or double champ, stuff like that. Dana White put him in a position to be there. You know, he fought a whole bunch of, you know, guys can, he never fought a wrestler, right? The only wrestler he fought was Shep Mendes on two, two week notice. When he was hunting for four days, right, and he was losing this fight, like uh, I think the UFC know they have something very special. A guy is witty; he can talk shit. Yeah, you know he can promote. Yeah. And they said, okay, we got our golden goose. 
Let's give him the easiest pass, right? Listen, anything can happen in a fight. One punch, right? Mm. That's why he knocked out Aldo. But nine times. a good knockout. But it is. But the whole thing is, he already beat Aldo before the fight. He abused him. And, you know, the UFC was in on it. Aldo team allowed it. And this is why with us, we know we stayed calm and collective. You understand? And, you know, Connor should have fought Khabib. Let me tell you a story, right? First time in Madison Square Garden, the UFC was supposed to happen. We had about agreement between Eddie Alvarez and Khabib, right? But the UFC really wanted Conor McGregor to fight Eddie Alvarez. And they used Khabib to tell Conor, you know what? Fuck you. If you don't fight, we're going to let Conor fight. But at the same time, they told Eddie, if you don't agree to deal, that very much Khabib was the boogeyman. Mm. You understand? He's the number one contender. And they got both guys to agree on the deal to show Khabib, hey, you can fight Khabib and fight Khabib. And said, you know, Khabib didn't get the shot. And they, they made a business decision. I'm okay with it today. Because if I was in a nice spot, I'm going to make $200 million or I'm going to make $50 million. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with Connor. Two hundred, dude. <laughs> I'm just, you know, listen. At the end of the day, a lot of people said. Now people said, I work for the UFC. I work because normally, or I work for Bellator. I work for BFL. Normally, a manager and promoter historically they have beef. I don't have beef with no managers, right? It was, it was any promoters because by having beef with promoters, it can affect my fighters, mm. and I will keep it hundred percent with them. Anyway, we'll go back to this. Uh, Irish prostitute story, right? <laughs> All right. Uh, and after that, you know, Habib, you know, heard again, he heard his back, and he have to kind of pull out with Tony Ferguson, and and stuff happened. Anyway, they said, okay, Habib now is the champ. Uh, he's supposed to fight Tony Ferguson in Brooklyn. Tony Ferguson got hurt. He fought Al Alquinta, whooped him, 50, uh, 40, uh, you know, 43, whatever. Anyway, they said Connor is next, right? But what happened is the fight night, when 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 Habib's supposed to fight Al Quinta, one of Connor's teammates was there. His name is Artem Lobov, and this is the first time somebody gonna break down the story, right? Honest to God, the truth. Anything what happened, and this guy Artem, you know, he's he's uh, the only reason he's in the UFC because Connor. He's he's a bum, you know. But you know, when you are champ, you like sign this guy, and uh, and he's very much got in the UFC with Connor. You know, and he started doing interviews in Russia, and, uh, and 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 say Habib is a bitch, Habib this, Habib this, and where this I is come, the Arthur where guy? I, his name is Artem. You know, Artem. he's no longer with the UFC. He's he's out, right? Uh-huh. Um, but he started talking he, shit. He started talking shit about Khabib in the Russian media because he's Russian, right? Mm. But in a way, certain type of the world, like if you're from Brooklyn, you can't call other men a bitch, right? Yeah. And where I'm yeah, from, you, you can't. If you if you if you in prison, you can't call other men a yeah. bitch. You know what I'm saying? It's a fight word. And anyway, in different culture, in the Muslim culture, or you know, different countries, you can't call other men a bitch. But you know, Khabib, Khabib doesn't cuss. He's a nice kid. He's all so quiet, smile, and stuff like that. But realistically, <laughs> Khabib is from Dagestan. You know what I'm saying? Dagestan is a place. It's, it's a war zone. You know mm. what I'm saying? They got yeah. most Olympic champion in wrestling, and it's a, it's a it's a high star place. It's respect is number one. Everything else is number two. Mm. A lot of places is money number one. Mm. Respect in Dagestan and Chechnya, place she went to, 
Hmm. Respect is number one. Yes. And you can't fucking you slip. Disappear. <laughs> you vanish. You disappear. You vanish. Yeah. You vanish. Right? Yeah. 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 Really bad stuff, man. Really anyway, anyway, you know, but that show you how real this is. Yeah. Khabib saw him doing five week, and Khabib went to him. And I was with Khabib. He rolled up on him, and he had a friend with him. Khabib is a nice kid, man. You know, you never say Khabib talk shit about nobody. You know, he's, he's a funny guy, you know. And uh, he went to him, and he, he grabbed him. He said, yo, why, why, I never knew you. And why you call me that? And he's like, oh, you know, this. I never said that. I said, yo, you said, but all Khabib wanted to say, I said it, I'm sorry. He's a forgiving guy, man, you know. He, he, you know, um, and he started denying it. And Habib started getting angry. And he got like, he got like 20 dudes here with him. And I said, yo, everybody need to back off. Let him talk with this man, right? And after that, Khabib was talking, and he started denying it, denying it. And I was like, yo, just fucking admit it and apologize. And after that, Khabib, like, you know, little, give him a little, little, little bit of some, some, little slap. Not slap, just back at the, back at the head. Mm. Um, and after that, I stepped in, and one of his friends with him, he started running his mouth, and after that, one of the guys, you know, just cracked him. But I took Artem because I know he's fighting. And I think he's fighting. Let him do his thing. Listen, if another man grabbed my head like that, the first thing I'm going to do, I'm going to take off on him. I'm not going to let nobody touch me. Mm. And I'm 41 years old. Mm. I don't care who he is. If somebody grabbed my, my head like that and talked yeah. like that, I already know he's soft. And I told Habib, hey, he's soft. <laughs> let this motherfucker go. But all, but all these guys talking. Like they, 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 they can, they can blow smoke. <laughs> a lot of people can blow smoke, but the question is, can he inhale the smoke? No shit, and I man. know he's a bitch. And just let him go. I took him and the video show under my wind sail. Get out of here. Stop. Leave. Whatever. We done. We're going for the media day, right? And we did the media day. Everything is okay. And we're on the bus. You know, you know, the bus answered in Brooklyn. Yeah. Barclay Center. And, uh, and uh, we in the bus, you know, finished the media, going to make weight, and we saw a lot of people, boom, boom, boom. We thought it was like fan, you know, uh, and after that, like, it got like crazy. And it was a lot of girls in the bus, like Habib, me, whatever. And um, and after that, like, we saw, we know something, right? And we saw Connor. Throw a dolly through the bus. I remember it was on television. Yeah, Connor threw the dolly through the bus. A dolly, like a thing you wheel like stuff a, around. Yeah, like like a big thing. Yeah. And um, if you go back to the video, it was me, Alir Latifi, and it was me and Kab- Khabib, two teammates, right? And uh, when they hit the bus, it was Ro- your Rosia Mayunas and Michael Kiesa there, and they cut Michael Kiesa, right? Mm-hmm. It was bleeding. The first thing I wanted to do, I I want to jump out of the bus. And Khabib was sitting smiling. He said, uh, and, and, I, and I was I was so angry because I felt like we get ambushed by like 20, 30 guys. And I, I want to jump out of the bus, but Ali Latifi grabbed me. He's, he's a light heavyweight. He grabbed me, and I really wanted to get out of the bus because I don't know, man. I, I don't like to be in the box, and people try to kill you. You understand? And Habib said, hey, relax. I said, if somebody, if gangster come, they don't bring video cameras. Because when Connor come, he brought all his crony little dude, 
but they have video cameras. And they're all filming. And he it. said, "Real gangsters don't bring video cameras." <laughs> and, and I was like, "That's stone cold, man." Yo, he was sitting. He didn't get up. Habib was smiling when all the stuff was going on. He didn't get up. <laughs> and after that, uh, this stuff happened. This guys happened. They left. <laughs> you know, they brought the video camera. They started jumping around. Anyway, this whole thing went on. You know, Dana comes, says sorry, all that. And you got all this woman. It was like two women crying, tearing, hiding under the bus. Some of the UFC employees, like it was high, like 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 it was like it's insanity. It's, it's, it's a bitch shit. You know, if you have beef with somebody, like Khabib said, hey, send me a message, send me a location. We can do one on one. He can go under the Brooklyn Bridge, eight on eight, ten on ten, twenty on twenty. <laughs> we can get it. It's no problem. But you don't put other harm other people, and and you know. And I, we understand at the time. I didn't really know Connor, but we understand Connor. He's a bitch because only <laughs> bitch can do that. You understand? If you have beef with a man, walk up and and you know, take off on him or whatever. But we understand the man. He want to promote himself. Mm. He want to be on TV, but he didn't understand. He, you know, Irish is different rules, right? This is New York City. The NYPD will get you, punk ass. You know, and that's what happened. He went to jail. You know, he paid some money, come out. Uh, you know, it was a great promotion for the UFC. It, you know, but realistically, Khabib, of course, he wanted to make money. And he made, he made a lot of money in this fight. But it was personal, right? Yeah. It would become a personal. It would become a culture versus culture. It become right versus wrong. It would become evil versus good. You know what I'm saying? It's it's people said Ali and Frazier was big. I think the story behind this, that of course this is gonna be the biggest, right? Or or Lou and Lenny Close. But I think this one, you know, it got so much out of hand. Like yeah. some of the best pre fight, pre antic was Mike Tyson. Yeah. Lenny Close, listen, <laughs> hey, me and Rashad Evans used to uh, stay in the dorms at Greg Jackson's. And for t- for a year, and every day we had a DVD player. And we watch Mike the, Mike's documentaries. Rashad, I think, one of the biggest fans. And after the documentary was finished, Rashad started imitating you, right? <laughs> and even at one point, he tried to box like you. <laughs> and I'm not joking. Rashad, I think Rashad, uh, and, and that's how I got introduced to you, but like like the Mike Tyson. I know Mike Tyson grew up, but the real Mike Tyson, you know? Mike, talk about that pre-fight. That those pre-fight antics. Yeah, you know, I want to listen. Getting to into fights and the shit talking and what's going through your head. I don't know. I don't remember that stuff. You don't remember I just, it? I just remember <laughs> um, in my sick head, I was the baddest man in the room. Nobody better talk to me. Nobody better look in my face. You know, it's just if you. It was just that way. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I guess they believe that crap. You know what I mean? Because it's just that's just how I felt that day. I wanted to fight. I couldn't wait to do it. Yeah, so you're ready to rock. Every second, outside the ring, all the time, ready to fight them guys. Hair trigger. It's ready, yeah, all the time. Because I mean, watching those press conferences, it was like it's like Connor. It's just a nonstop shit, shit talking. A lot storm. of that has to do with nerves, you know. Being yeah, nervous, yeah. Let, let, let me let me tell you something about Connor, right? <laughs> he, he's a he's a guy. He's 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 manufactured by the UFC, but you know, the whole thing is a lot of motherfuckers believe the hype. Mm. And he thought the hype was real. We know all along he's a bitch. <laughs> we know all along. You understand? 
I'm, I'm going to tell you what this guy is, who is all about, right? He guy, he's, he, he come from something, no nothing, right? But a lot of people in this game, Mike will tell you about that, right? They never forget where they come from. They never think they are bigger than the game, right? He thought he's bigger than the game. And all the time, my slogan, social media, I say, respect the game. Because if you don't respect the game, the game will take, will eat you alive. Mm. You understand? And this is a guy, he got used to some kind of attention by the way he talked, and, and he, he disrespected every opponent. When Mike yeah. fought with his opponent, Clanning Lewis, and he said, oh, fuck you, do you love me? <laughs> you know all that? You know what I'm saying? That was fucking real. Yeah. Because that was, we fighting. You yeah. understand? He never talked about the man and religion. Culture, race, Connor crossed all that. Yeah. He called people fucking midgets. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, you know, maybe, probably he was never hugged as a kid. You know? <laughs> maybe he wasn't getting, serious, maybe he wasn't getting laid. You know what I'm saying? When he was a kid, maybe, you know what I'm saying? But fame and money changed people. That's why I told my guys. That was true because I never got laid as a kid. Mm. Girls didn't like me as a kid. Yeah. Until I started fighting and winning fights and being on top. I never, yeah. got laid uh, as, uh, you know, never got laid as a kid and stuff. Like, he's, he's, an, he's an insecure, uncomfortable man in his own skin, right? You understand? You understand? And uh, he, and, and guess what? He comes to America, a culture, they don't see, they don't see this kind of stuff. You can't compare, like, one of the things, I love Dana White. But one of the things I was so mad, he compared my, uh, Connor to Muhammad Ali. And I was like, how the fuck are you going to do that? I was angry about this. What I do you said, think about that, Mike? Well, you can't do that stuff, you know what I mean? But, you know, <laughs> Muhammad Ali was not a bitch. Muhammad no Ali way, was, no way. Muhammad no Ali way. was a real motherfucker, real life. Fight you to the end. Connor have, have five losses, right? Uh-huh. He quit in all five fights. Hmm. He didn't get beat. He quit. He gave up. He quit. And this is who he is. He quit. It, like at the end of the day, when you're the hammer, everything is fucking is good. But he, when you're the nail, sometimes it's hard to make decisions, you know. And um, yeah, and and that's why that's why I call him a prostitute. I'm not saying he getting he's getting screwed for money, you know. I, I don't I know, know what you mean. You know, I know but you I mean. think he 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 promote himself as a prostitute. But he's a prost, he's a high end prostitute because. He have money, he have fame, but he still want to get this attention, right? You know, he is thought, it all an act? I mean, is, is, listen. At the end of the day, I think does uh, it, does he go? He just goes beyond yeah, the act. I'm gonna tell you something. This dude said about me. He said I was caught and after the nine one one was five fake passport. He said how this man inside this country I was caught with five fake passport entering the countries. Is that and true? He, and he said, fuck no. He, you know, I, and I, listen, and he said I was a terrorist. You know what I'm saying? Listen, I'm Is not perfect. Is that true? Fuck no. All right. I, I'm, not, I'm not perfect, you know. I, I did I did some wrong things in life. Hmm. You understand? But it's for me to know. But I'm not no fucking terrorist. I, I didn't get caught with passport. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, let's be real. You know, I'm a young African man with Muslim descent. I'm the youngest manager in the game. Successful. Listen, yeah, he, he got all these lawyers and real estate guys, stuff like that. Nobody, you know, I, I manage 120 fighters. I got 80%. I got 80 fighters in the UFC. The second biggest manager got 20. I understand a lot of motherfuckers don't like me. People want to, You're you know, killing it, bro. You got but, haters. But, 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 but the whole thing is, it's very simple. 
I'm a guy. I still train five days a week. You know why? What I do you train. do? I, Weights. No, I don't lift weight. I I, 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 I I spar two times a week. Okay. I grapple. I wrestle. But the whole thing is, I love martial art. Mm. I, 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 this is it's a, but also, it, it keep me. I, I understand what fighters go through. I understand. I fought too, but I wasn't on the level they are on now. I wasn't a good fighter. I wasn't. Well, I think that's really cool, man, that you come – you have a background as a fighter. So you know what these guys need and what they're going through. And, I, I you know, think, you're not going to put a guy in his third fight no, in Japan against a dude who's in no, his 30th no, fight. No, no, Like you would never do I, and, that. And, and this is why, like, you know, this whole – you know, we'll go back to the press conference, you know, and start calling us terrorists and this and this and this. And uh, it was it – was it was I didn't really enjoy it. I, I didn't like it. But the, the person kept all calm, Khabib. Khabib said, everything is good. Everything is great. I'm going to handle this. And he went there calm and cool and collective. You know what I'm saying? Dana White was saying, Connor is the big boxer in the UFC, right? He, <laughs> right? he got dropped with an overhand right by Khabib. And Khabib is a wrestler, right? And that's why I go back. Connor, I'm not saying he's a bad fighter. He's a he's a he's a good fighter. Mike Tyson was a great fighter, right? We talked recently through social media, right? I don't want to mention what we said. And at first months, I told him he got some issues. Did you call him a prostitute? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, 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 he have some problem right, going on right now. And I very much I said, hey, I say, hey, bitch ass motherfucker. The difference between me, you, and us. We don't talk about family. We don't talk about your religion, about this. Whatever you do, best of luck. And start working your wrestling because your wrestling is a fucking bum. You <laughs> bum-ass bitch. I said, he respond, some crazy shit. But, you know, it's going to be, me and Floyd been talking to, shit to each other too. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Me, I, we, I got Floyd text. Mayweather. Hey, listen to me. If motherfucker Floyd said he doesn't talk with me, I got text and I'm going to put him on blast. Uh, he, yeah, f- yeah, you know, because after the fight, Floyd reached out to me. I didn't reach out to him. Uh, he called me and he said, listen, uh, you know, I want to fight Khabib and, and I want to change you guys' life, blah, blah, blah. And I very much said, how are you going to change our life? You know? <laughs> and he's like, who are you? I said, who the fuck are you? Because, and, and he's like, and we start, after that, we talk, we start texting, right? And we've been texting for almost four months. I talked to this guy. You know, what's his name? Lenny. Yeah, but he, he's, he's nothing. He's fucking zero. I think <laughs> Lenny's a fucking just, a, just you know, there to talk. I don't know. I know how to talk. You know what I'm saying? He's, uh, he's, but if he's a promoter, he's the worst motherfucker promoter you can ever say. I think Floyd one of the greatest promoters of all the time. See, Floyd is a real deal because he can talk and he can fight. Connor is not. Connor is a... He's a, he's a Chinese version of Floyd Mayweather. <laughs> motherfucking knockout Knock version. Bootleg. You can buy this motherfucker <laughs> on Canal Street in New York, you know? Or go to Brooklyn and Pat Stuy, get some of them, them African stores. All this knockout shit. Mike know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I know uh, what you mean. Knockoff. Louis bags. Yeah, I used to sell those. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know... This Connor thing, man, you know, not, now Connor want to fight everybody. want to fight this guy. You want to fight Does this guy. Does he want guy. a rematch? Listen to me. He do want rematch? He said yeah, he, he want rematch. He doesn't Listen, really want it. The UFC doesn't. have to protect the investment, right? If Connor, and I think the UFC is wrong right now, because if Connor fought Khabib now, 
the same result is going to happen. Maybe it's going to get worse, right? But it's such a huge money fight because they, they can promote the Brooklyn thing and they can promote what happened in Las Vegas, right? You know, Khabib jumping over the cage and all that. Yeah. But now they're probably going to match him with somebody else, but he's going to lose. And I told this today and I said, yo, cash out because this motherfucker doesn't train. He, he's, he got too much money, mm. you know? And, and, and one thing too, the UFC, people blame the UFC promoting the, this fight, promoting the bus. They have to promote. Yeah, what are they going to do? They have to promote. How are you going to blame them? And Nevada saying, oh, we have to control the trash talking leading up to the fight. This is, this is the fun of the fight. It's, it's the greatest thing the fans look up to to promote a fight. Yeah. You look up Mike Tyson's fight. The fight didn't fucking last about fucking 30 <laughs> seconds. Minutes. But That's realistically, yeah. it, it, realistically, you watch it, the, the, the built-ups. Mm. Man, I used to wait, man. I'm a young kid waiting. Fuck, man. There's interviews <laughs> and, 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 and just wait. Just to want to listen, you know? And this is what really make combat sport is the greatest thing ever. Because I think fighting is in our DNA. If you go to a basketball game, right, in the NBA final, and a fight broke in the stand, what's going to happen? You're going to turn people turn around and watch a fight. I think human being is an international fight. language. Language. Mm. Yeah, it's an international language. People like to fight. You understand? You know? Mm. Um, Interesting, man. It's, 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 it's just people like to fight, man. And, and they like to watch a fight. Even people doesn't like to fight. People love, they love to watch a fight. People have been watching white. it yeah, watch. since yeah. the beginning of time. And this is kind of what happened with Conor, man. Conor won this rematch, and mm. his team then won this rematch. The UFC won this rematch because UFC always want to make money. But they understand if Conor lose again, his value go down very, very bad. And listen, he didn't lose. He got humiliated. Mm. You understand? Mm. He guy talk all this kind of stuff. Even more so talking all the shit. Yes. You know, and then yeah. getting your ass kicked like did that. He, did he say something about you? My uh, Connor, he's talking shit. I think he likes Mike. Yeah, yeah we're cool. He said some shit. That yeah, he said some the way shit. I spend my money, what I said about him. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. This motherfucker, the whole thing is like he's crazy because what happened if him and Mike got locked in the same room? Same. What happened? Guarantee you, Connor will be in the fucking corner. Hey, Mike, I'm sorry. I've been watching <laughs> video. Hey, oh, man, yeah. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Ah, yeah. you know. Listen, probably Connor by himself. I think maybe he's a very nice guy, mm. but you got so many motherfuckers around him. They, they, yo, you the man. You this, you this, yeah, you yeah. this. All right, so listen. What makes you happy, man? What makes you happy? My kids. Yeah, what you like doing with them? What, you, what uh, have you, know, you done with them? I, I, I love my. I, you know what I love? Have you took them back to Egypt? Uh, my wife went back to Egypt. You know, my kids have not went back to Egypt yet. We gotta go to Egypt to see the pyramids. Yeah, man. Fuck, man. If you go to Egypt, man, I, you're probably gonna have. You know, well, we're like going. I, 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 me and my wife and my kids are going. Uh, listen, to, listen, if you go to, to Egypt, Taj Mahal uh, had a ball. You went to Egypt? Taj Mahal, I went to India. In India? Man, I think Egypt, you're going to love Egypt, man. Yeah, and and Mike, Mike Tyson, Egypt, he's bigger He's bigger than the president. Yeah. I, I believe you are bigger it's than gonna the president. Ball, you're going to need yeah. a barricade, bro. No, he, will, he will have a barricade. I will set him up. He will have a barricade. You understand, man? Like, like Mike has become like an international yeah. trademark brand for life. Yeah, you understand. That's why they doing this uh, Tyson Ranch. Yeah, people man. talking about this thing. Yeah, I, I know the people, people. Oh, you're about Tyson Ranch. I was like, yeah. And I was like, how the fuck you know? He's yeah, like, you know, blow up Tyson, Tyson Ranch, Ranch. Is, is is the biggest thing, you know. Uh, uh, and you have the Mike Tyson brand behind it. And hey, Mike, inhale it 
Breathe it, live it, he smoke it, it blow oh, it. Man. You know, something <laughs> is something is something uh, organic. You know. Yeah. Uh, but you know, I don't smoke weed. But a lot of my fighters smoke weed. Uh, see, a lot of the things my fighters send them over here. I man. say, hey, Let us listen, I'm not gonna bless them. Ninety. I, I manage almost 120 fighters, right? Eighty percent of my rasta smoke weed. Current world champion, they smoke weed, and I said, yeah, why y'all smoke? I believe it. They said, man. It make the inflammation down. Yeah, it's better than drinking. It make me yep. relax. And if I smoke, I'm held up. And they use the copper gel stuff. Rob give them, and uh, the CBD oil. Hell yeah! Bro. And I was like, Listen I was to like, you dropping I, knowledge. No, I'm just dropping being honest. Real knowledge. Hell and, yeah! And, and okay, Keith if I told, if I have two choices, drinking or smoking, I said, of course, like, you know, you'd much rather him smoke because listen, medically, you know. They say smoke. I don't smoke. You know what I'm saying? You know, I'm never going to smoke probably. But at the end of the day, this fighter is telling me this. And I'm talking about guys defending their titles, world class. <clears throat> and listen, it's crazy. One of the best conditions I think in the UFC, I manage. I'm not going to mention his name. This motherfucker smoke. Fucking. A lot of weed. Every time I'm around, I'm smoking. <laughs> I'm like, yo, how you fight? I love that. How dude. you fight five rounds? And he said, fuck, man. I feel like I smoke weed. Yeah, feel good. It's better. Yeah. And I was like, and I don't know much about it. I never been high. I feel like I'm getting high off contact now. <laughs> to be honest with you, I feel like I'm lightheaded. But it's a. Hey, but you know, it's I'm all not. Good, man. I, I'm not smoking. But you know what? Honestly, me, what makes me happy too? My kids make me happy. My wife. This is, and I know sometimes I'm a lot. I'm gonna lot. But I'm always my kids is my life. You know, my my kids is my life. Uh, and I, awesome. I'm so grateful to have my kids and they're healthy. I don't care about money. This this. My kids are healthy. This is very important. And I love uh, my fighters, man. You know you know, when my fighters win? Uh, my, I'm happy. My father's happy. It's crazy. When I have all my fighters in town, I bring everybody to my house, 20, 30 guys. And my wife make dinners and my wife and we make kebab. And I have to invite you one time. I think I invite yeah, you Yeah, that'd be awesome. And, um, it's awesome, dude. Well, thank I'm you I'm officially so much, high brother. in this motherfucker. Yeah, I know I, you are, I'm man. Seeing, I, I'm, I'm, I'm seeing doubles. Yeah. <laughs> Mike, good, another good great product. show, man. Good product, man. Good product. Not for sure, man. It's uh, such an honor to be with you guys. For yeah, sure. thank you, man. For sure, for sure. Mike, you want to take us out? Yeah, this is another great episode on hot boxing. I'm Mike Tyson. And I'm Evan Britton. Uh, this is Ali Abdulaziz. Uh, what an amazing time and uh, one of the highlights of my of my career being built up for you guys. Hell yeah, bro. thank you, thank brother. you, man. We love you, okay, thank you. Too, man. Thank Until you. next time, everybody. Peace. We out. Thank you guys so much for listening. Your support is greatly appreciated. Head over to iTunes. Subscribe to Hot Boxing with Mike Tyson. Leave us a rating, a review. Give us your feedback. We'd love to hear from you. If you think Mike should be hosting the show alone, fuck him. Fuck that guy. Get him the fuck out. We'd love to hear that as well. All feedback is welcome. If you head over to hotboxingpodcast.com, you will find the latest merch available, hoodies, t-shirts, hats. Share it with your friends. Share it with your mom and dad. I'm sure they'd love it too. I love it.